0: my head, I black out when I'm at. I don't fight fear, don't feel no pain just see red. Uh. They say love always conquers hate, but I hate that I make mistakes. I was happy for goodness sake, while regret gotta pump the brakes. Social anxiety, fear of rejection, stay busy to hide my depression. See my reflection, I see addiction. Please forgive me, but I'm full of flaws Are you a pump? Validate me how I'm taught Validate me by my square job, validate me with a call Won't pick up too busy building walls Leave me a DM then I'm gonna stop Digging up bones, seem like you a dog I look to the moon, you look to the stars I am feeling this deep in my soul So pardon me if I am cold See my glow up, now you wanna go I know all that, that glitter is gold I am weak in my knees I feel my energy leaving me I'm clinging to life, fighting desperately We're destined to suffer eternally I'm in my feelings, my emotions got me through the ceiling What am I feeling? I overthink everything So forgive you to be chillin'. Pay me a villain, pay me a villain Pay me a villain, pay me a villain I'm in my feelings, my emotions got me through the ceiling And my heart are cold, I cannot feel it Give me a reason to continue living Pay me a villain, pay me a villain Pay me a villain, pay me a villain
1: What do you do?
0: When no one is watching your moves Do you go off yourself with a noose? Can't uh-huh. tell if that's blood you drinking some juice uh-huh. Is you the new Jeffrey down with a noose? and beans in dimension We all just a meet in the kitchen It was a joke, Got wanna spaz Remember last time that we spoke I held you close, karma was gas Remember you told me you woke off a zip of that date That I'm gonna chief, then I'm taking souls Yeah, I am a thief, promise is key If you cannot keep your promise Then you'll be controlled, or deleted, it, yeeted it. I'm in my feelings, my my Emotions got me through the ceiling, what am I feeling? I overthink everything, so forgive you to be chilling Pay me a villain, pay me a villain Pay me a villain, pay me a villain I'm in my feelings, my emotions got me through the ceiling Am my heart or cold, I cannot feel it Give me a reason to continue living Pay me a villain, pay me a villain Pay me a villain, pay me a villain don't like how I feel when alone in my place, so I go out my way just to feel some. Can't look in the mirror, don't like see my face, so I go out my way just to feel some. Can't keep up with time, it's not of my pace, so I go out my way just to feel some. Just want to disappear and not leave a trace, so I go out my way just to feel some. I'm in my feelings, my emotions got me through this feeling, and what am I feeling? I overthink everything, so give you if to be chilling. Pay me a villain, pay me a villain, pay me a villain. My emotions got me through the ceiling And my heart or cold, I cannot feel it Give me a reason to continue living Pay me a villain Pay me a villain Pay me a villain Pay me a villain
1: Welcome back to the Treehouse Show You just listened to Shadow Work by yours truly I'm your host, Gartasia, and you are listening to the chillest podcast in the universe.
2: The chillest. Thank
1: you, thank you. Today we have an extremely special guest. We have a friend, we have a fellow raver, (laughs) we have a partner in crime on the dance floor. (laughs) We have the one and only Mike.
2: What's going on? Thanks for having me on your show.
1: It's a pleasure. This has been a long time coming.
2: It has. It has. been a lot
1: of our, our very busy lives.
2: Yep. You know, yep.
1: As, um, as undercover spies, you know, it's very hard. It's very hard to coordinate time. But we did it. But you know what I'm saying? Anything is possible.
2: Anything is possible. You got to put your mind to it.
1: Listen, that's all you got to do. If you put your mind to it, you can you see go. it
2: through. There you go. You know what I'm
1: saying? How are you feeling today, man?
2: Good, good. I mean, I'm excited. I see all this fruit on the table. I feel, I feel like Buddha. I feel Zen right now. <laughs> I got a weird stick over here. I do have a weird stick over there. I don't, I don't, I don't know what this is, but uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. What it's do you think chat. that is? Um, it looks just like uh, bamboo
1: stock. Like bamboo stock. Okay. <laughs> um, so we'll. I'll just let it kind of sit, sit there in your peripheral. Yeah, and then like over time, it probably comes to me like that. It just comes to you, you know, like when you're thinking of something and you just can't fucking think of it, and it's like, no matter how hard you try to remember it, yeah. But then, like, when you start talking about, like, something else, like, you know, like, inflation, then, like, it randomly comes back. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the
2: fuck did that come from? Uh, my grandparents used to have a stick like this from when they used to, be, like, be did- as a kid. <laughs> like- <laughs> that got dark? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! It's like, it's like
0: Whoa, this game, is right? a treehouse show! <laughs> we don't get dark this early.
1: No, later on. This early. <laughs> on. You're breaking the rules, Mike. Come oh, on, Speaking of
2: breaking rules, yes. last night... Well, let's not break it. <laughs> so maybe we won't talk about it. Listen,
1: listen, listen. We got a little bit of sleep. We
2: did, we did. And it was
1: for a right cause.
2: Yeah, it was for charity. It
1: was ch- charity. Every hour yeah. that we don't sleep, yeah. 60 minutes go by yeah. that we don't we sleep. We
2: created a lot of happiness in people's lives yesterday. It's all charity.
1: I like that frame. Yeah. I love that reframing. <laughs> Honestly smiles
2: yep all around everyone's everyone's happy positive energy a lot of friendships were made absolutely yeah great deep conversations exactly you that's know? what it's about <sighs> deep
1: yeah. shit like i learned you know some shit like wow yeah wow life can really be like that
2: exactly speaking yep. of
1: life yep. so like what's your background and everything
2: um so i guess like uh I'm, i guess i'm canadian mm-hmm. but uh my parents are from hong kong so it's like kind of weird when people ask you like where you're from and like I used to be like oh I'm Chinese right but then lately I've been like kind of like in between like Canadian Chinese kind of thing and then uh, I went to school in Ireland um, and then I came here for work so okay yeah, yeah.
1: so where did you go to school for tell me about your educational background
2: so I did school I was born and raised in Canada I went to school for uh, seventeen years there I skipped a grade but I went there one, one so year so you were smart back. well I was I was like really lucky. I'll tell you, I, I would say I wouldn't say like I'm like super super smart, but um, um. Anyway, so I I did a year of university in Canada, and then I went over to Ireland. I uh, went to med school there. Um, then I took a year off to kind of travel the world, um, just kind of like take some time for myself, and then I came over here. That's beautiful. Yeah, so I've been here for like two and a half years in Chicago now. So, yeah. Shy town. Shy town. Never uh, never regretted it since. <laughs> Yeah. That's
1: fantastic. Yeah. So you said you took some time to kind of travel the world. Oh, what dude, places that was did you go?
2: the best year of my life. Oh, wow. So good. I think I went to, uh, I think, five countries during that point in time. And I stayed, like, uh, a couple months in, like, different places. So I think I started off in Ireland. Um, I went to London. Then I went to, uh, then I, before I came here, I did a bunch of, like, interviews for residency um so i did like uh i think i went to like seven cities or something like that across america chicago was one of them then i went over to malta then pakistan then turkey then hong kong i stayed there for a couple months then toronto and then i came here Holy shit! yeah yeah it was amazing what did that experience teach you i think it's like important you know what i mean it's just like i think like in life like a lot of people are just like in a rush to um to kind of you know get started you know and make money and you know they, they don't want to, like, be behind anybody else. They're like, by 25, I need to do this. By 30, I need to do this. But, like, when you really, really think about it, it's like, once you start working, you're always going to be working for the rest of your life. Like, you're not going to take a year off in the middle of work, right? So I chose to, like, kind of change that pattern and have that free time to myself and, you know, learn and explore before I start at work. And it's crazy because, like, like, I have never been to, like, Pakistan. I've never been to, like, Turkey right and these places are kind of like more um i guess like third world if you kind of want to say like that um but the people there are just like so genuine so nice the food the culture is just crazy amazing you know like growing up in north america you get caught up in this like um this this fast paced this capitalistic this this need to like flex and show that no. you're you know you're wealthy and that you're well off and you know, well-connected and all that kind of stuff. Whereas you go to these countries, you take a step back, you're like, no, there's more to life than, than just this, you know, like a concrete jungle and, you know, making money and showing off. Right. So I I think, I think doing that kind of helped me change my perspective on life. And I I took that perspective here and I'd say like I'm more, um, more relaxed than I ever was, Mm. you know, it's definitely very, very nice man to travel, to explore the world. I think everybody should do that if they have the chance. At any point in their lives
1: no yeah. no that's that's really you know as someone i can really kind of vibe to that because i've moved around a lot yeah yeah and it's it's just a perspective that 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 um that books or or words or money can't really describe you know it's it's definitely something that is almost internal
2: yeah you know and yeah. and,
1: and it and it builds at a level that can't really be seen you know, externally, it, it's it's just, it's like a character and, and, right, it, right. and it teaches you, it gives you an outlook on life that, you know, is a gym, yeah, you know, it's a diamond it really in the rough. It's, yeah. you know, it, it's rare, it's rare to meet other people, you know, who, who can really not just listen, right? Not just listen, but actually, you know, empathize yeah. with different people, you know, and just kind of set, set down their identities and set down where they're from or who they, whatever they, they claim to be. Yeah. And just for that moment, you know, just tap into what it means to be a part of this experience, which we call life.
2: Exactly. And you know, the crazy thing is, um, I, I guess like when you travel, you like, you have all these crazy, crazy experiences. Um, and actually when I was in Turkey before I went to Pakistan, so I was actually, no, I was in Malta. Then I went to, I had a stopover in Turkey before I went to Pakistan. And, um, a buddy in Pakistan was just like, oh yeah, like don't worry, like you're Canadian, like you're gonna get into a country, no problem, you don't need a visa or anything like that. And like I didn't do my research because like because like I was just kind of you know, I trusted him. And um it turns out I actually did need a visa, so they actually held me at the Turkey Turkish airport. So I couldn't go to Pakistan. Like they denied me entry onto the flight. But when I was there at the at the airport, um I met two people, right? So one guy was this um this guy uh he was my buddy's friend in london um you know we were just talking and he was just like oh like i was like where are you from he's like i'm from jordan i'm like oh you know like i know this my buddy's from jordan i met him in london um his name was like manasir or something like that and he's like no way my family name is manasir too so it turns out yeah it turns out these guys are like super loaded in jordan they're like masonry they're like date farmers they i don't know they they do a bunch of stuff there i think that's what i heard and it um, turns out this guy was, like, his cousin, right? Mm. So, like, I actually, like, lent him, like, 600 bucks for, like, a flight home. Because I, I I knew his friends. So I knew I was going to get the money right. back. And um, so that was, like, the first thing that happened. And it turns out, like, his whole family found out. And they started, like, messaging me and stuff like that. So that was, like, super, super interesting. And then the second person I met there, with he also missed his flight uh, for whatever reason. And then this guy was, like, uh, turns out his dad was, like, some guy, like, the port site in, like, Karachi, which is, like... I think it's, like, a party city in, like, Pakistan. Mm. Or, you know, it's, like, a very, very busy city, right? Mm. It's,
1: like, the Cancun of Pakistan?
2: I mean, I, I guess so. I don't even know. Like, I haven't been there myself. But, like, apparently it's, like, a really popular city. Like, crazy. Like, a lot of good experiences uh, over there. It turns out his dad was, like, a port. Like, he manages all the imports and exports from the from, from Karachi. Wow. And so, like, we went to the embassy. And the embassy was, like, no, like, you know, you're Canadian. You have to, you know, like, wait. Fly back to Canada Wait 90 days, then apply for a Pakistani visa, then you can go uh, to Pakistan. This is the Turkish embassy, the Pakistani embassy in Turkey. So this guy is like, no, he's not doing that. He calls his dad, right? His dad makes some phone calls, and in six hours, I get the stamp of approval to go to Pakistan. And it's it's just, it's six hours, and and the guy was just like, yeah, no, like for everybody else, you have to go to like you know fly back to Canada go through the proper process and all that Mm. but it's just crazy to see on the other side of the world like and you hear about all this kind of like um like uh I I guess like I guess it's like corruption Mm. in a way you know like you know you don't really follow the rules Mm. but it's like it's like so evident in these like in these kind of countries and it's just money it just blows your mind money yeah he, he made me pay like like a little bit of money it wasn't even that much and then I got I got the visa you know so it was, it's like, it was like very, very interesting. But I think the guys there, they're all like super nice. and They're all trying to mm. help you. I think they understand, you know, and you know, I'm like, I'm not like that kind of guy to like, you know, like cause trouble in a country or whatnot. Right. So Yeah. We don't got so, an yeah. arsonist on our head. No, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. That is a story like that. Yeah. You know, which is beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. It speaks on the importance of connections.
2: Right, right. It speaks
1: right. on the important... And, and I I want to f- ask a follow-up question. Having experienced shit like that. Yeah. You know, a complete pattern interrupt. right, yeah.
2: right. You know, because right.
1: the process would have been days.
2: Oh, it would have been more than days. I would have to buy a ticket back to Canada and wait 90 days, and then, you know, like, it would have been terrible. Yeah.
1: How fucked you could have been?
2: Yeah. Huge. Yeah. So,
1: but, like, six hours. Yeah. That difference, though. Yeah, it was within so, a day, yeah having that like in the back of your head yeah your future experiences does that kind of fuck up your expectations like can you ever wait in line dude can you ever <laughs> wait in line again knowing yeah. that like i could i could make a call maybe not in right. this situation but like right, right. i'm a phone call away
2: dude i know, you know
3: what?
1: How, <laughs> how does that like how did that how did that pr- kind of prime your future expectations for, i like, mean
2: I normal like- shit I feel like the president of the United States, but you know, the biggest take home message from all this and I'm reala- realizing this more and more as I grow older is you got to just be nice to like everybody. Like kindness like goes like, a long way. Like I mean, so the reason why this guy like helped me because I was just like, oh, you missed your flight. Like I missed my flight. You know what? Let's, I'm just gonna, we're just, gonna, we can just like share money for like a hotel room. You know, like we're all, we're all tight on like cash here because we don't, ha- we're just stopping over in Turkey. We don't have any cash at all. So I actually offered him to like, you know, like get a double bed, um, like two beds in a, in a bedroom. And then, so like we started talking, that's how he found out about my situation. And then, you know, so you never know. You just got to be nice to everybody, you know? And the worst comes to worst. If you don't get any benefit, you like, you feel good about yourself. And I'm, I'm a heavy believer in karma too. Right. Mm. So yeah.
1: Is that, is that heavy believer in karma? Is that, did that stem from that experience or was that an ideology?
2: Oh, it's definitely like an ideology. Like, I mean, like, I mean, it kind of goes back back into like religion as well. Like, I mean, I guess like nowadays I'm more like um, what's the word for it? I guess like uh, not agnostic. I guess agnostic, right? Like, you don't kind of know like which god's the real god. But like, I think bottom line is you just got to be like a good person. You know what I mean? Like, I I still believe in like heaven. I still believe in hell. I think if you're a bad person, you're gonna get punished for it. Like things go around, and um. Like I mean, to this day, like I, I, feel bad for even doing like the, the littlest of like, you know, if I, if I like, stole or something like that, or, you know, whatever. Like I, I'll, I'll feel terrible about it. You know, um, I it, even, even when I was growing up, like there's this like idea about like I guess like reincarnation.
0: Mm. It's kind of like it's I, like I a Buddhist be, principle. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. And I used to be like so afraid of that. Mm. you know it's just like my right. parents are like yeah if you're like a bad person you get reincarnated into like a pig or something like that <laughs> like, and get slaughtered <laughs> yeah you just get slaughtered Flaw. that was dark i mean that's the <laughs> i mean a pig that was dark i guess you know we have to complete the now, cycle yeah now, now we're now eating. we're eating. <laughs> i had to get you back on that listen in life everything's a competition not just <laughs> no no <laughs> um no but yeah so um yeah heavy believer in karma for real yeah mm. and and even if things don't come back to you you're gonna you're gonna wake up the next morning you're gonna be fighting your own demons you know what i mean
3: mm.
2: there's things that i've done in the past like i haven't always been like a super nice person you know what i mean like i've done like every everybody has done something bad in their lives if they say they have not they're lying you know what i mean mm. but being able to own up to it and realize like I, i'll wake up to this day like remembering things that i did in the past and i'd be like holy shit i can't believe it did that you know what i mean so You're you're always gonna fight your own battles if you do something bad.
3: Mm.
1: I love the principle you mentioned, and I don't know if you listen to Jordan Peterson.
2: I do. He's in Toronto. I become a huge fan. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Over like COVID.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He
1: gets a bad rap a lot of times, mostly from people who like don't even listen to him. If you actually listen to him, I feel like it's impossible to not like him because everything he says is based on like facts.
2: It is. You
1: can't really deny if you listen to him. He doesn't really say. Outrageous shit Without backing it up And you'd be like mm, at, no. least ha- at least he At least you will have a point You know no, Absolutely, absolutely. And, and not to detract Coming back to You know Karma You know He There was this discussion I forgot He had like someone On his podcast And they were basically It might have been Sam Harris Which is another Amazing um, Just ph- philosophical You know Mind But yeah. They were talking about Basically like Morality You know What's right What's wrong and this concept of basically like, what's the point, you know, what's the point of basically who checks you, you know, like, what's the point of like, okay, I could do this little bad thing. No one's going to see me. I get away with it. Like basically right. that whole concept of like morality, like what, yeah. what's, what holds society together? Like, cause then, then the argument was, well, like, okay, basically that, why should I do good if Timmy over here can go do this shit? Right. And no, no one ever knows about it. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it's obviously assuming if you're kind of like atheist and don't believe in God and shit. Right, right, like, yeah. it's just basically like what makes the atheist person, this non-believer who doesn't believe in God or hell, heaven and hell, what makes this person do the right thing, basically? Exactly. And it's like, okay, I can do, like, Timmy over here can do X X X Z Z Z Y Y Y and become super successful, manipulate, lie, steal, whatever. And then I'm following the rules, I'm doing everything, Yeah. right? And then Timmy has no consequence yeah. for his action, yeah. right? So it's like, I'm Peter. Why should I be a good Peter? Yeah, yeah And it's like That's a good point Yeah That's kind of a good point It's like why You know what I'm saying But like Jordan Peterson He had a good uh, Basically like Counter argument He was saying that like The chickens come home to roost One way or another And it's like these people Who you think like these Oh like these You know tyrants Or these oligarchs Or whatever Like you think they're These dictators You know You think they're Getting away with it But in some And he, he asked the question He was like Are they really Getting away with it? Yeah Is everything perfect In their lives? Is right. that, are you sure? And it's like, that is true. Because it's like, maybe that person who did that, that person it's always got a chip on the shoulder. Maybe that yeah. person who did that, he yeah. always got to look over. We even had somebody at an event who was, he's always like, he's a little nervous all the time. Right, you can tell right. how he moves. Like, I don't yeah. want to, I don't, I want to go to a party and just be able to let go. Right. And I can exactly. do that. I can do that knowing that like, for the most part, I didn't fuck fuck with anybody i didn't like i'm not a bad person but like when you move that way yeah you can't really let loose you can't really let go you can't really enjoy the fruits that you did using that those tactics
2: you know exactly that's so that was I just mean. a great yeah. you know kind
1: of tie into that
2: right right and like i, I guess like further expanding to that point i guess like um it's kind of like um a concept that my parents kind of like instilled to in me too it's just kind of like if you do something bad like a lot of the times it might not your car might not might not happen right away it might happen like 10, 20 years in the future when you have kids or you have grandkids, and then like, for example, like if you um, uh, look at what's something bad, like if you um, if you like, you know, like raped a girl or something like yeah. that. Like trigger word. Trigger word. But you know, I, I feel like it's important to talk about it because it's like, a real issue nowadays, it's a real right? Issue. And like, what happens if like one day like your daughter gets raped? You know what I mean? Like you never know. You know what I mean? Like how karma is gonna come. You know, come bite you in your ass for mm. lack of a better word, right? And so, it kind of ties into what you're saying. You always have to like look over your shoulder. You're always like worried about something exactly. happening. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And that 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 ties back to kind of like two things we talked about earlier. And it's like we talked about over, like happiness. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like you know, what is the purpose of life? Is like, is the purpose of life to be at peace? Right, because if, if the purpose of life is to be at peace, yeah, you definitely not succeed in that purpose by manipulating. Because you're definitely oh, not at peace not. when yeah, you're looking yeah. over your shoulder. So, yeah. like, definitely, if that, you know, so it's like, but what do you think is the purpose of life? Is it, is it like pleasure? Is it like the most positive experiences? Is it like morality? Is it, uh, is it like discipline? Like. In your experience, what do you think the purpose is? Like, that's like
2: huge. Value. That's a that's a huge question, but that's actually a really good question. And like to be honest, like I mean, every person has like um I, I guess every person has like a different answer to this. Uh, but I think no matter what people say, you can always find. So everybody has like different core values, right? Like if you um uh, I forgot. There's an exercise that you we used to do. It was um. It's like figure out like what you want in life, and then keep asking why you want that thing like five times and you get Mm. your answer. So for example, of like, if you say, um, like my core values would be like freedom and happiness. You know what I mean? Those are things that, that gives me pleasure in life. Mm. Um, you know, um, why is that? Well, I guess like, I guess like in the end, like you really just want, I guess like happiness would be like my super, super like downward, like core value. Like anything I do, ultimately I want to be, be happy for it. If I'm at peace, that gives me a certain sort of type of happy. If I'm if I'm free to do whatever I want, freedom of time, freedom of speech, that makes me happy in a certain way. Freedom of thought. Freedom of thought, exactly. Speaking of which, like I mean,
0: segue, <laughs> <laughs> segue away.
2: Speaking of, which, I, I think I think freedom of speech is like it's like it's hard to come by nowadays. Unpopular opinion.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say some words and then say just, it. Like, just some words and then yeah. just say, say anything that comes to mind. Okay. Deplatform me. Terrible. <laughs> Propaganda. Evil. <laughs> Fear porn. What? Fear porn.
2: Fear porn? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's like,
1: we'll, we'll move on. Yeah. Okay. 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 I don't want to leave it hanging. It's yeah. basically like. Being completely like overwhelmed with yeah. constant like through media and through everything, constant state of like, oh, you should be scared of this, you should be scared of that, you should be scared of that.
2: Oh, dude, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like that's like a huge thing. That's huge nowadays. Yeah, um, I don't want to like dive too deep into like what's happening now <laughs> nowadays with like with like COVID and stuff, but I feel like there's a there's a little bit of 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 that happening right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I mean, fear culture is like huge. I think, I think most things in life are, 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 are almost like driven by fear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of like the karma that we went through, like that's, that's kind of driven by fear, right? Fear of failure is huge. And that's kind of what drives a lot of people to be successful, right? Um, the fear of not finding, A girlfriend or finding you know whatever or not being able to get married makes people settle for people they aren't necessarily you know properly attracted to or compatible with Mm. like fear drives everything right um i used to go to this like um i used to do like a lot of like self-development stuff and one of the things that this one guy was talking about was um so the next level after fear is like to to be motivated by love instead Mm. and that's like that's like that's like the pinnacle that's like the peak once you start learning to do things for yourself because you want to do them and not because you're afraid of something that's when you start really excelling in life Mm. you know just my two cents okay (laughs) i like that yeah
1: speaking of fear so like you call me yeah or you're not calling me but i think you sent me a text and you're just talking about like crazy things happen like in your practice yeah you know and obviously like one of the reasons i'm not i did consider being a doctor <laughs> but i was like okay i'm squeamish
2: yeah yeah no, yeah I, I don't like oh, blood and like guts yeah. and gore like i yeah. couldn't
1: i could i get weak you know yeah. so like one of my things and i i have a friend and she's a nurse and she was telling me how like the gruesome details like the shit that she sees yeah and so i just like couldn't be me you know and it's like speaking of that like how how, how have you come to terms with that or like how, what's your take on just dealing with that just seeing all this trauma and yeah. seeing the emotion of people in these like yeah these moments of their lives or these final moments of their lives like how do you process that
2: it's definitely tough you know what i mean like i mean like when i first started like i think i think it's in human nature to be kind of for most people to be kind of afraid of like blood and gore and you know death and all that kind of stuff and like definitely for me in the beginning the first time, the first time I, I saw any of that kind of stuff, I was I was scared too, but you know at, at the end of the day, it becomes almost like a job. You just keep seeing it over and over and over again, and um, you you just kind of become numb to it, right? Like the first time um, a patient died on me, I, I remember like I didn't really feel anything that day, right? Um, I was just kind of I kind of like brushed it off. I was like a little bit upset, but not like I just kind of went on with my day, right? But the next morning I woke up like with tears in my eyes like I didn't know where it came from you know what I mean like it it, I had like a delayed reaction you know what I mean and um, it really hits you at that point in time especially like the day before you're like calling the parents or calling the family you're explaining the situation you're telling them like oh like you know like like you know like your kid's gonna be fine or, or your brother or your mother's gonna be fine and all of a sudden they you know you know they take like an unexpected turn they die and then all of a sudden like you feel like you're responsible for like their death, you know what I mean? Because you're you're kind of like the the mediator between the patient and the family and that kind of stuff, and they're looking to you for everybody's looking to you for answers, right? Um, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like it's you come to realize it's kind of like just part of the job. Um, you you do your best, and that's all you can do. You know what I mean? Mm. Medicine medicine's like a it's like an interesting feel where it's like like I guess like there's always like a right and wrong answer. But even even w- when I was like in medical school, like you 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 quickly learn it's like it's like almost impossible to learn everything. You know what I mean? It's 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 impossible to like almost cover like all the material. You you'll know like the core material super super well, and then when when things hit the fan, when patients die or or you know like whatever some you mess up something, then you kind of realize like. You're like damn I should have like, studied hard in medical school I should have like branched off here I should have done this a little bit better and medicine's interesting in the, se- in the in the sense that it's almost like an art and a science too there's always room to improve you can like you'll it's like lifelong learning you know what I mean mm. yeah and, and I think that drives a lot of doctors to be to be successful to be to you know to work hard you know what I mean because it's you're no longer just playing it's not it's no longer a game anymore right it's you, you your mistakes when 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 people miss most people make mistakes like nothing happens when doctors make mistakes people die that's the difference right
3: it's
1: just such a huge
2: responsibility yeah yeah it's just
1: it's like before you became a doctor is this what is, like, what's the expectation? What did you think it was going to be before versus, like, what it actually
2: is? Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I guess, like, growing up, like, people are always, like, oh, you know, like, being a doctor is, like, it's, like, you're, like, the pinnacle. You're, like, the peak. You're, like, you know, you're the boss, right? There's no one better than you. And I definitely bought into that mentality, you know what I mean? Like, I, was, I guess, like, when I was high school, like, I was always – I was I was a good student for sure, you know? Like, top of my class, everything. um. And before I applied to med school, I was actually deciding between, you know, being a lawyer and being a doctor, but I ultimately chose being a doctor because it goes back to karma. Like, I didn't want to, like, you know, go against my conscience to make money. Like, I knew as a lawyer to be really, really, like, successful, I might have to defend people I don't want to defend. You know what I mean?
1: Scumbags.
2: exactly I, I didn't want to become like one of those people not not to say that all lawyers are like that it's just you know like I think and
1: really successful ones yeah a lot of times
2: I feel like well even, even those guys are like I'm sure a lot of them like super nice people but I'm like and this could be just completely you know me making it up but like, I feel like at one point in the lives, they might experience one or two situations that they really just have to bite the bullet you know what I mean yeah. because it's not up to lawyers to like judge they, their job is to defend their client right um, so I guess like when I, when I started medicine, I was just like, yeah, you know, I want to do medicine for the money. That, it's true. You know, it, it, it sounds like a <laughs> like completely like, you know, like terrible thing to say, but I wanted to do it for the money in the beginning. And um, kind of like as I studied into it, as I, as I got to interact with people, as I learned the material, um, as I made mistakes, that was a big one too. As, uh, when I made mistakes, I wanted to be better, you know, I never wanted to do that thing again. So I started to really, really like medicine and I worked really hard. I worked harder than anybody on my class and anybody in my residency, you know. Um, so it, I, I I think it's such a such a rewarding field, you know what I mean, to have mm. people look to you and you know, you're you anything you do is basically like almost like charity. You're like helping people, right? Mm. Now um speaking of which, like I, I don't think medicine is is glamorous by any means. <laughs> And you, you hear this all the time. Even when I was applying, I was like, "Nah, people are just saying that. It's like, it's not a glamorous. You know, they're just saying it's like, it's not worth the money all that kind of stuff. Like, But now that I'm actually there and I know how much we make, it's actually, it's almost like really not worth the money. Wow. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's, it's still very good money. Like, don't get me wrong. But the
3: amount of work.
2: It's not even the amount of work. Like, yeah, like we worked hard during med school, worked hard during residency. I wouldn't even say like doctors work like, crazy hard compared to other like you know like sex like really like uh, prestigious professions like mm. you know being a lawyer or um you know like a like an investment banker or something like that like those guys work crazy hours too yeah but i feel like for the amount of like pre-selection that we went through for amount of intellect the hard work mm. the loans that some people might oh, have yeah. right like that money is not worth it if we put our time and energy in any other field we will make like way more money, and not just that. It's just like medicine is one of those fields. Like it, it's like if you if you make a mistake, it's like it's on you. You know what I mean? Like the liability. You Can't blame the practice. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the liability is, is on perfect. you. Yeah, like your job is like n- to not make mistakes. So like when a mistake happens, like it's it's no longer like you you know like you you circle the wrong answer in a test. Like it's like people will like hunt you down, and there are people out there whose job is to hunt doctors down who made mistakes and your whole career can be ruined based on just one mistake because anytime you apply for a job you have to say like i got sued here like in any malpractice cases
1: all it takes all it takes
2: is one you know what i mean and i think most people just like don't realize that you know
1: yeah that's news to me like I knew like there's always like a checks and balance system and everything, but yeah,
2: yeah. I can
1: only imagine when life and death is concerned.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That's insane. You have like some doctors who just like to be honest with you, like I I've seen doctors who just like just don't care. You know, speaking of which, like I if you ask me like is America a good healthcare system? Like, I personally, like, I think it's, I think we have a lot of resources. Mm. I think we have a lot of knowledge. I think our doctors are very, like, efficient. But do I think it's a good healthcare system? Like, I don't necessarily, I think it's, I think it's pretty good, but it's not, Mm -hmm. by no means, like, the best. You know what I mean? I think, um, there's a lot of, like, health inequality. Mm. I think insurance is, like, screwing up the healthcare system. No offense to any insurance people out there. (laughs) But, um, but they're, they're driving up prices for, and it's making patients have suboptimal healthcare. Mm. It's making the doctor's job much harder than it needs to be. And there's so much paperwork. There's so much, um, almost like bureaucracy just to, just to get your job done compared mm. to like 20 years ago. And people always blame like high healthcare costs and like doctor's salary. It's like, no, we don't make up that. We stupid, don't even make that, that much. It's yeah. like, it's like um I like I can't even like give you the numbers like off the top of my head. Like you guys can probably look it up, but I mean like if you just bought like a like an insulin pen, for example, it might I don't even know how much that costs. It might be like in the thousands.
1: It's it's like the supplies.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean obviously the patient doesn't pay a thousand dollars, they pay a copay, mm. but like the insurance will charge, you know you know, whatever amount for the for the medication. It could be Hundreds to thousands to like ten thousands to a hundred thousand. You know, if you get really into like those biologics and stuff like mm. that.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. this is this is super dope. We're gonna get into that like pharmaceuticals and just the healthcare system, but we got to take a little break. Yeah, um, you are listening to Kanye West. See you after the break.
4: Uh. Mr. Fresh, Mr. By himself, he's so impressed. I mean, damn, did you even see the test? You got these, motherfucker D's, Rosie Perez, and yes, barely passed. Any and in every class, looking at every ad, cheated on every test. I guess this is my dissertation. Homie, this this basic. Welcome to graduation. Good morning.
0: show
1: you just listened to Kanye West and we are back at it again with our very special guest Mike
2: what's going on guys
1: and um how rude of me to sit here and awkwardly stare at this beautiful <laughs> offering you know yeah shall we not indulge
2: <laughs> let's do it <laughs>
1: would you want something to wash it would you want some kombucha to I wash do it down kombucha. absolutely I know this isn't your first rodeo it's so yeah yeah I, I usually like to be was it? I like to take people's kombucha virginity, and that sounds weird. I
2: want to eat this. You want to eat that? I want to eat this. Okay,
1: wait patiently, lad.
2: This is like I don't even know what this is.
1: You still haven't figured it out. It's like sugar cane. Sugar- <laughs> oh, shocking! I'm baffled that you knew. <laughs> Listen, it happened off the record. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um, cheer- damn, we didn't bless the bottle, but you know what? It was already open. It was. So we don't gotta nah, we get good. a pass, you know? Ah, there we go. It's good stuff. You have your coffee, I have my kombucha. Life is good.
2: Yeah, actually, kombucha gives me so much energy. Oh, word? Yeah, yeah.
1: You, you were speaking about, um... So basically, the kombucha cancels alcohol because I had a few dege- degener. I feel like not degenerate. Does. We had a few people mix
0: kombucha yeah.
1: <laughs> with, uh, with Tennessee. Uh, that is not a, sh- uh, a shade to you because I actually I'm a degenerate because I offered the suggestion. But um,
2: it, what does it do? No, I just I, it's like it's like completely theoretical. I don't know if it's like true. <laughs> okay. It's like I feel like I feel like kombucha has like probiotics, like bacteria, right? And like you know if you alcohol kills bacteria mm. so if you're mixing like kombucha with like 40 percent alcohol it's just gonna kill all the good bacteria right uh, but i could be wrong i don't know maybe A they're like darkness,
1: over- <laughs> i feel like you're completely right
2: yeah and then yeah
1: but like yeah. it tastes good
2: so, I mean to each their own, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, hey,
1: if you feel me? It's a subjective experience.
2: Yeah. Let me leave that to the to the person. Like I feel like if you're drinking alcohol, you're not like you're not going for health anyways. <laughs> like, I think Honestly, <laughs> priorities. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like,
1: you know, I feel yeah. like um so let me show you how to eat it. So yeah. if you pass me the, the shaft. The shaft. The shaft. The staff. <laughs> the yeah. staff, right. The the wand. The wand. So you just you just Oh Jesus, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god. god. It's, they're usually harder. Yeah. This I mean, this one's like kinda bendy, that's so hilarious. I might need a knife. Okay. I'm gonna do another knee. Spider like a panda. Just bite it like a panda. Yeah. I don't have teeth like that. I have pretty good teeth, but I'm gonna see if I can. It's all mindset. Break oh it my it goodness. Oh. oh shit. Okay, listen. We're gonna eat this off the record. Yeah, we are. But it will be. It will not go to waste. We might even Photoshop that. We might Photoshop it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're definitely gonna take a picture with it. We will. Do it. That's we will. a fact. Okay, we'll put it back. We'll we'll put it back for now. But we have non. We should get um, a camera thing. See what happened over there. Yeah, right, I'll show here. the yeah, um, the waterworks you feel me? Yeah. Listen, little wet dream, well, you know, yeah. at 1 30 p.m. Listen. Yeah,
2: a little excited for the interview
1: today. Hey, what can I say? Yeah. I was a little nervous, you know.
2: It's passionate. Passion goes a long way. <laughs>
1: listen, <laughs> you take notes. Yeah. You know. Up in the right. But um, listen, wow. we got celery, we got asparagus. I you yeah. like
2: pineapple, I do Eat like the animals. We're just gonna be mossing on this. Ma'am.
1: It tastes great, and it makes you taste great.
2: Fact. Anecdotally. That's what I'm told. Mm. (laughs) This is so good. I can't believe you eat so much, like, fruits and vegetables. That's crazy. I think most Americans would probably eat that in, like, a week. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It kind of just... It just came. hit me like a storm.
2: But you started this, like, like, a year ago? Like all this, like, uh... It's been almost two
1: years. I started March 2020. Oh, shit, it's going on two years. Yeah. I started, like, after COVID, original COVID, 2020. Yeah. Dude, this is going on two years. That's crazy. I see, like, the Snap stories from, like, a long time ago. Yeah. And it's like, wow, like, it's been that long. It's insane. How much of, like... So, going back to, like, the pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Right? you say the healthcare system it was like "Mm, it could be better yeah so going into all of that what do you think about pharmaceutical companies because like they are companies and companies operate off of like a profit margin you know a profit model you know it's it. so what do you think of that profit incentive being Mm. being integrated with health and wellness is that a good combo
2: no definitely not um I mean, I, I don't want to like dive too deep into it because I don't, I don't, I honestly don't have all the facts. Absolutely, but I know that pharmaceutical companies definitely, definitely very necessary for the world. We definitely need like a lot of drugs, you know, for health and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like um, sometimes people might get a little greedy, and they may start to prioritize like profits over like what actually works or what actually doesn't work. Like, I mean, like I think. I think my buddy was told me, and I haven't fact checked this myself, but I, my buddy told me like Pfizer got sued for like, like a bunch of stuff, like in mm. the past, you know, I mean, like drugs that drugs that didn't necessarily cause harm, but they just like didn't work, and they just I, the thing is like the thing is like as doctors, they teach us to like really like critically analyze like like research papers and see like um kind of how they conducted the research to see if it works if it doesn't work, right? And the thing is like you learn that you can manipulate research papers and like. A million different ways Mm. you know what I mean and and I I don't know if like if if the big pharmaceutical companies do this like I I have no doubt they do it in some way shape or form to get like that little 1% edge over other Mm. companies but that's that's kind of the danger and that's unfortunately the world we live in and fortunately like I guess like 99% of the world myself included um, don't necessarily dive deep into these research papers and critically analyze it we just kind of take you know what they what you know what society tells us to you know what i mean like um and that's that's kind of that's kind of dangerous in a way but pharmaceutical companies definitely hold a lot of money and a lot of power Mm. definitely
1: absolutely because it's like if your kid you know if you saw your kid watching porn you wouldn't be okay with
2: that yeah no if
1: i especially if i ran into them watching it I, I, well i
2: wouldn't be like not okay i'd be like yeah like i mean i guess like i guess like I'll yeah do, I, I, would I wouldn't be like, probably
1: doing it but yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> if i walked in i would be a good parent and be like cut yeah. it off like yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah right yeah. so it's like you know i wouldn't like if i have like a little kid i wouldn't like let them stay up all night watching tv no no of course
2: you know not. so yeah. it's like yeah.
1: when it comes to those things we're strict yeah. No. No. Watch TV all night. No right, video games right. before homework. Yeah. You know we we take pride in that. Yeah. As like you know being you know good parents and like stuff like that. And I guess where I'm going with this is we take so much responsibility and like you know on these aspects you know of child rearing or just like you know looking out for each other. But when it comes to our health, yeah. You know, like. Life, Health is life or death, let's be real. Health really is like is. Li- literally yeah. life or death or the quality of life. Yeah. You know, or would you might as well be dead. So the quality yeah. of life, right? Right, right, So right. it's like, why is it when it comes to health, like life or death or quality of life, we take a backseat. Oh, yeah, the kids can eat this. You know, like, oh, fi- oh little, get a little snack. Oh, go the- yeah. have, take a little tr- tr- ride on the kids menu. At right, McDonald's, right. You know, that's fine. You know, so it's like, and then like we, we go back to, and this 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 ties everything together. And it's like. Why are we so easy to kind of relinquish our our freedoms and like have so much trust in these in these companies and have so much trust thinking that they have our best interest at heart?
2: When right. we have right. not
1: only evidence of the past of otherwise <laughs> yeah. just geek experiment or like just shit like basically like them not giving a fuck about people. Yeah. You know? It's it's almost what where has where has that negative kind of Where's that negative point of view of having – of just asking questions? Why, right, do, right. why do we have – there's a word. It's, it's called vaccine hesitancy or just right, right. hesitancy of the medical you know, practice or just pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Why is that such a taboo now?
2: You know, okay, here's the thing, right? And This goes back to what I was saying earlier. It's like people just hold like doctors and like this like crazy like high regard. Like you know what I mean? It's just like – and not, not just doctors, I guess, like, in the field of medicine, like, okay, like, of all the drugs that we see in the pharmaceutical market nowadays, how many of them can you actually, like, pronounce? They they make it, like, so Fuck complicated, the fire, no. and they make it be, like, it's, like, this, like, crazy science that it's just, like, only we understand it, so because we understand it, you just got to listen to us, because we're, like, the smartest people in the world, right? The fact of the matter is, like, you guys, like, I don't think, I, I generally don't believe, like, we're the smartest. I think there's different types of smartness. I think doctors are good, maybe, like, memorizing yeah we, we're good at regurgitating information right maybe like a little bit of critical thinking but like at the end of the day it's just like if you told me to solve like a complicated math problem i probably couldn't do it <laughs> you know what i mean like um but yeah i mean um it's 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 i, th- I think it's because of this this high like respect that people don't necessarily, necessarily question it's very dangerous and this applies to i guess like almost everything in life like I, I want I almost like kind of want my patients to kind of question me and, and you know take more um, what, what do you say uh, more more of a engaged role in their health mm. you know what I mean uh, like I, I I want my kids to like question everything like everything in life I want him to ask like why why mm. this why 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 did why is the sky blue you know what mm-hmm. I mean like why why is uh. you know you know know, why why is your name like this Mm. you know what i mean like just everything because then you learn to like you you learn to fall out of that pattern and and because of that you can really get to the next level
1: Mm. I, I, i absolutely love that because it's like you won't get the right answers until you start asking the
2: right questions but most people don't even ask the question. And that's the idiots, they don't ask the question. Just... They want the easy way out. They want this, you know, if the CDC for is because we're in pandemic season, that's what I'm bringing up. This right. example. Not necessarily CDC specifically, but uh, random example, if CDC says that vaccine is like good for you. Most people will just take it like face value. You know what I mean? Nobody, I, I bet of everybody who read CDC's website out of a hundred, out of maybe like a thousand people, Maybe one percent of the population actually took the time to to dive deep into what does the vaccine contain, what was the type of research done, and everything else that's involved in that. I'd say I'd say maybe 1% of one 000, of a thousand over a thousand people did that, you know. And that's not to say like the the data might be correct. I don't know. I I personally I haven't gone as deep into. It. I've I've done some minor research into it, like what it contains and that that kind of stuff, but even even for me someone who understands the field i haven't even done my due diligence in reading that research article i just kind of took what the cdc said as well
3: mm.
1: and you raise a great point and it's it's like, it's like do we not do our research because we know that if we do do our research yeah and like find something that we don't like do we know that we're going to be labeled a conspiracy theorist so we don't even care or is it just like we don't do our due diligence because we just blindly trust and I feel like it's a little bit of both.
2: It's a little bit of both. But at the end of the day, it's just kind of like, I mean, I think, I think with this whole, like the, this whole vaccine issue, it's, it's very, it's, it's a very tricky situation, right? Like, I mean, in the beginning of the, I, by the way, I, I got vaccinated, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm double vaccinated, I'm going to get my booster, but that's me personally. I don't want to mm-hmm. speak for other people. Right. But, um, I feel like you, you say the wrong thing one time, you don't follow the rules, you get fired, you get canceled, you're not going to find a job ever again, right? Um, You know, at the beginning of the pandemic, they used to call people who worked in healthcare fields, healthcare heroes. There were, you know, there were like posters around the city, you know, the hotels were putting up lights for us and that kind of stuff. All of a sudden, like, they're like, oh, if you don't get the vaccine, you're going to get fired. And people have gotten fired. I've seen it myself. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I don't necessarily think that's fair. Um, I think people... It gets to a very, very complicated, very, very complicated issue. I kind of don't want to dive too deep into mm-hmm. it. But I think everybody has their own, like, risk tolerance and, mm. you know, with, with herd immunity and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, if they had COVID recently, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a very, very complicated issue. Mm. But I, I don't think, I think people, the whole experience that I personally got from this is, um, I, I think, in healthcare, like, doctors are. De- just dispensable Mm. doctors and nurses and you know, any healthcare workers are almost just like dispensable.
1: We can't afford to just be cutting them off for any reason.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and that's not to say like, they shouldn't, they shouldn't get the vaccine. Like, I mean, I think like if you're high risk or if you're, if you're like close patient contact, like, okay. Like for example, like, I mean, healthcare fields like, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it makes a little bit more sense for them to get the vaccine unless they've had immunity before. Mm. Right. Um, but like a lot of people who aren't even in the medical field who like just work from home, like, like they're getting fired from like, if we're not getting the vaccine, they work from home. like, I mean, it doesn't really was, was make it sense. The, the
1: bed bugs going to get COVID.
2: Yeah. It's like, it, it, it The make dust sense. mites.
1: We don't want the dust mites to ca- yeah. catch Omicron.
2: I, I mean, I think a lot of things are just like in, in what's happening COVID right now. It's just, it's just kind of like out of fear. It's just kind of like, like. It's a lot of redundancies. Like you can stand in an airport like six feet apart and then all of a sudden you're in a plane like right next to each other. It's like somehow you're like sitting at a restaurant and, like you take off your mask and it's like you can't really like, you know what I mean? Like it's it, all of a sudden like when you're eating, you can't spread COVID.
1: Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. It, it's, it, it's a game and it goes on pause.
2: Yeah. When you, it resume
1: after you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly.
2: It's like COVID no. knows, right? Oh, yeah. Um, it's,
1: it's sentient.
2: Yeah. So I, I I guess like a lot of this stuff is just kind of like more for like psychological uh, uh what's it called state of peace mm. rather than like actual effectiveness um that being said i think this whole covid is just so brand new it's like we're in a pandemic season like i think to put any one person underneath the pressure of handling covid mm. is going to be very very difficult right like nobody there's no saying like like this what we what we've done so far with a massive vaccination could very mm. well have really prevented like Covid from being the next thing that kills off all society like no mm. one will ever know it's easy to point fingers and say like hey like i don't believe in the vaccine i don't believe in the mass mm. and stuff like that but when you're put in the spot and when you're making decisions then mm. we can see like how how you know what are your policies like and you know how much how much you know beef that you can take from other people who are mm. judging your actions right yeah it's 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 such a complicated issue man you know what i mean but i think at the end of the day i think um I think what I what I what I hope to see from all of this is that I I feel like this whole pandemic thing brought everybody farther apart. I think people mm-hmm. are fighting over what should be done, how policy should be made. I think people are getting vaccine shamed, mm-hmm. right, or or mass shamed, or or whatever. There's a lot of distrust. Mm-hmm. It created a lot of distrust in the medical field. It created a lot of distrust with pharmaceutical companies. Who might have had the best intentions um and at the end of the day i i genuinely believe after this pandemic no one ever find out what the truth is
1: It all it's almost throws yeah. the baby out with the bathwater. yeah unfortunately and, and yeah. like and, and going back to like who do we trust and, and it's like the data the data let's let's be real the data has been infiltrated the data is tainted in my opinion because so much so many factors go at play and like you know as as far as like I, i'm not here to debate the efficacy eff- efficacy of the vaccine right, i'm not right. that's a whole i'm not a scientist yeah, i yeah. can right right that
2: could very well be like the best like no right, one, could, no one will ever know exactly yeah. so
1: but it's like well, you need data you need data, you know, in the scientific community, you need empirical data right. to back things up, to back up the validity of even doing it. Right. So right. when you go to the data, you know, the data's all over the place. The data is, oh, so-and-so, so-and-so, that. There's just inconsistencies in the data. And some of the data points to, you know, catching the thing, catching the thing naturally. You right. know, just building that immunity makes you more, you know, um, resistant to it in the future. Versus some of the data says, you know, multiple boosters. So it's like, I'm not here to argue that. But it's just the inconsistency of the data and the, the sheer amount of misinformation. Right, right. It almost taints the whole, like you said, it's just like, I don't trust, what do I trust now? Exactly. And every two That's weeks, the problem. Every two weeks, yeah. they're reporting misinformation. Oh, how was that misinformation when, like, that was... The CDC, that was literally on your website two weeks ago. Yeah. But, but now it's, and you got to remove. And it, they're making you remove old things. Right. At yeah. the status quo. Yeah. You know, so it's like circa six months ago. Right. That was fine. But it's like now, you know, that's misinformation. So it's just like, there's this whole concept. And that's a whole a whole elephant. But like you said, it it, it fosters distrust. It, it fosters divisiveness. Right. You know, and separation. But the question I, I have for you is, what is your opinion on the whole concept of like, and you said there's shaming on both sides. Yeah, yeah. There's shaming on both sides. Huge. Distrust yeah. on both sides. Yeah. But what do you think of the concept of, the thing I've been thinking about is the concept of informed consent, you know, yeah. and the concept of my body, my choice. Right, you know? right. And, and we talk about that with like, you know, just like, just having an autonomy to your, having the, the knowledge right. of what, sh- what you want to do and knowing the consequences And then you having the ability To make that decision I feel like That's an important thing Especially yeah. in America yeah. It's an important principle A principle of which Everything shatters If that's broken I, I believe Because right. where do you go from there right. Now, now right. if people right. no longer Have a choice of Autonomy over their body We're not here to debate Whether for good or for worse No no It's right. the choice yeah. Give people the choice And that choice is not being given Because of the misinformation Labels When when you State a fact that is considered vaccine hesitancy, or might cause people to doubt something. Yeah. You get deplatformed.
2: Yeah, yeah. You you so, can't speak up anymore. Like you know, um, I I think um, I I think this answer is is I, I I'll split into two parts, right? I mean, one, I definitely agree with you about like the whole like you get deplatformed. There's a whole huge cancel culture has become crazy in the last couple choose, years with you know, social like, media. Like I I like I'm afraid like even even. Even with this interview, yeah, to be to be absolutely honestly, like I, I I I'm afraid to speak a hundred percent freely. I try to speak as freely as I can, but I know, like, mm-hmm. I say the one wrong thing, I say the wrong word, someone finds out, I could get fired. Yeah, right. Um, and, and this applies to every field out there. There's I I don't believe there's free speech per se mm. in America. You know what I mean? Or um, the second part I want to I would talk about this is. Yes, like informed consent, definitely huge. Like, mm. I every person has the right to understand what's going into the body and to, to be able to say no if they don't want it. Um, you know, with COVID, it makes it difficult. You need particular precautions. But here's the here's the factor, right? and here's the part that most people won't tell you about the medical field. Mm. Right? I think I think primary care is probably one of the most um, most difficult fields in medicine because you have to know basically a little bit about everything.
3: Mm.
2: Right? The problem is they're not... They're probably one of the worst paid doctors in the medical field. But they're arguably one of the most important. So now when you have a visit, when you see a patient in America, you basically bill a patient, you bill the companies. Um, Billing means you ask the company to pay you this much money because you did these services based on what you did for the patient. Right? If you... If in a visit you you deal with like three, four problems, you get a bill like a pretty high level. You get a pretty Mm. decent amount of money for it. But what happens if you spend one entire visit explaining every aspect of the vaccine? You explain Mm. what a virus is, how it spreads, how it's different from the flu virus, what a vaccine is. Can you get sick from the vaccine? Right. What is the research behind it? what are your risk factors finding out every person's risk factors and you go through all these topics and only to find out at the end of the day you build a level one visit which is like Mm. the lowest level like most doctors just don't want to do that and fortunately i'm lucky enough to be in a program who has um who, who like takes this stuff very seriously and they really like to foster and train good doctors and teach them to you know like to explain everything to a patient um but I also know that that there are many doctors out there who have poor bedside manners who just kind of just don't care. They're just kind of focused on making money and building the highest. So that what ends up happening is that they just, either they shame the patient into getting a vaccine or they just be like, are you going to get the vaccine? Yes or no. If they say no, they're like, okay. If they say yes, you're like, they just give it to them. And a lot of the times these patients just don't really understand the medical literacy that mm-hmm. us doctors have. And it's. It just sucks, and it's just unfortunately the way the American healthcare system works.
1: Yeah, it's the incentive. I feel like the incentive should be taken out. The incentive should be to make that person better.
2: Dude, I trust me. I think I think most doctors go into the go into to medicine with good intention. I think most doctors, like including myself, I I still do, and I, a lot of my colleagues still believe in this. Like we want, we actually genuinely want to make people's lives better. But when you're, when you have a, when you, when you, when you're a doctor who's making, who's doing everything perfectly, you, you spend time on, you know, like, um, um, you know, getting patients to stop smoking or do, doing drugs or, you know, like you look at the social circumstances, where are they are living, how are their friends life? You can't really build for, I guess you can build for it, but it's not like, it's not really a medical problem per se, right? That, that would be more complex. Um, and you're you're building like pretty low levels for this kind of stuff, and you're spending way more time than anybody else by having good bedtime matters. Whereas your 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 neighbor over there is just beasting through problems and building the highest they're just making bank and you're just comparing you're like you work the same number of hours, but he's making this much more, right? Because mm. on paper he's like on addressing paper. he's addressing these issues, right? And it it just it it sucks, you know what I mean? Because mm. I think patients go in Trusting the doctors, as we mentioned before, they hold them in such high regards that they don't necessarily question them. You know what I mean? And I feel like they should.
3: You yeah. Know,
2: you know what I mean? They want they should they should have that therapeutic alliance, that relationship with their doctors that I think a lot of a lot of doctors aren't really providing nowadays mm. in, the, in, in the interest of money.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I love that. That's that's very powerful. You mentioned that, and that yeah. it, it kind of just reels everything in about just how you know. The human element, you know, has been has been either separated from the practice or or has been incentivized to just it just I don't want to say it make a superhero become a villain, but it and it's like and it's like money. It's like doctors have families, too. So it's like, can you really blame them, too? you know yeah, and it's like yeah. and it's like where where's that gray area where's the line but i like i like how you do that but before i, I want to move on from covid too because yeah. there's other questions i have yeah. before we <laughs> move on though no. yeah like you're a doctor i have a lot of questions you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. but like this is for the audience they want to yeah. fucking know you know yeah but the last thing i want to talk about oh, covid related is i was listening to um robert malone and he got deep he's like a basically he helped oh. develop the cure oh uh, for... not the cure oh. we, got, we wish yes. the vaccine <laughs> he helped okay. develop the vaccine yeah, yeah. but he got deplatformed because he had he just asked some questions and he got deplatformed oh, anyway man, yeah. long story short he i was watching he came on the joe rogan podcast and basically they were going over why aren't you know we hear about joe rogan called it and he he used horse tranquilizer yeah i believe it's high hydroxychloroquine or something or ivermectin. okay He's they're using these substances, yeah. but basically they're talking about how, why aren't therapeutics being advertised, you know, to, or even therapeutics or mm. even lifestyle changes. Cause we know it's yeah. all based on immunity. Why, why, why is that more so in the bat pocket Yeah, and kind of the big dig energy is like, get the vaccine is, is, you know, like- Yeah,
2: I mean, it's, it's just absolutely insane. I mean, it, and, and again, like, I, I don't, I am not like against the vaccine per se, I got the vaccine. I, most of my colleagues got the. Va- I think all of them got the vaccine, um, but I think I think um, yeah. I mean, as far as I know, and I could be wrong, but I'm I'm definitely somewhere in the ballpark. I think in the history of mankind, there's only been like two vaccines like stronger than natural immunity. I think polio is one of them, and then there's another one. I could be wrong, but I know in the in the ballpark. Like generally speaking, natural immunity is better. For some reason, and this is this is kind of where you know, I kinda of find it weird. Um, but it's for some reason they're they're saying like ever since the vaccine ever since the COVID pandemic started, they just completely like disregarded like natural immunity, like it wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's actually a the the I think it was the, the world's largest some type of research study, I think it was a meta-analysis or something like that where they combined like they looked like a bunch of research paper and, and um, amalgamated into like one research paper. Um, they were saying like in Israel, like basically natural immunity lasts basically for life, right? And like if you look at um and and I I feel like I feel like people are just aren't like taking natural immunity as seriously. I think when the pandemic started, uh, countries like the UK were kind of saying like oh like our approach is to build herd immunity by letting people get infected, right?
1: That's what Sweden did, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think like a bunch of people took that approach which was pretty fair and maybe they got freaked out because a lot of people started going to the hospital and stuff like that but I think especially nowadays and I think we're lucky enough to be in Chicago I think they I guess they did a pretty decent-ish kind of job I think we're lifting mass regulations on February 28th, right? Mm-hmm. So pretty soon but I think like nowadays with you know, with the vaccines plus people who got infected plus like kids and stuff like that who aren't necessarily high risk I think we've almost hopefully reached herd immunity I could be wrong, but I think we're—I think most of most of my friends have already gotten COVID and they've gotten the vaccine, so I think we're 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 lucky enough to be safe from that from that perspective. It's been almost two years, right? Mm. Yeah.
1: No, I I feel that it's just, it's just it's it's deep and it's just like, you know, why? It's just it's just why are we abandoning concepts? Not concepts. Why are we abandoning facts? Which is the fact yeah. of immunity and why? Why are why are we emphasizing certain things? It just it just it raises a dialogue, and I'm glad that that we're that we're having that discussion. Yeah.
2: And speaking of like lifestyle, I mean, it, it just goes back to like I guess like money and stuff like that too, right? It's like it's like if you look at like, I mean, I don't think America necessarily makes it like the easiest for for people to live a healthy lifestyle. Like I mean, if you go outside, like a bottle of water might cost more than a pop. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and I I think same thing with like in a medical practice, like I mean. It's not generally feasible to to necessarily discuss lifestyle interventions in like heavy detail, because like I don't think it pays as much. And it just takes a lot of time. You're not really addressing like the mainstay medical problems are kind of like the elephant in the room,
3: mm.
2: you know. So it's just a it's a it's a bunch of factors um, that are kind of combined. But I'm I'm pretty hopeful. I think I think one day people eventually realize. I think I see a lot of changes nowadays with you know with kombucha with like yeah. soy milk, oat milk, and you know, like an emphasis on exercise and, you know, and healthy living. I think, hopefully, I think by the time our kids come along, hopefully mm-hmm. they, they're going to be in a better place. Who no, knows? I, I
1: love that positive yeah. outlook. It's yeah. either that or we need a reboot.
2: Yeah. You know, we, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah,
1: definitely. And I, I know I said, this is the last one, but I can't go without talking about this. What you, like the boosters, man? So it's like, okay, series vaccine. Sure. Let let's build immunity. Yeah. Not everyone does at risk people. Sure. Yeah. Vaccine. Yeah. Okay. Blah 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 Second shot.
0: Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh
1: third shot. Booster one. Booster. When does it end? It, and like Yeah. I I, I I know a little I know a little bit about biology. I took biology. Right, so I right, know the immune system. I know right. T cells. Yeah, and, yeah. And and then and then there's a great example this uh, I think Robert Malone was, was using. It's 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 basically the body recognizes the, the um the pathogen. Right, right. And it says, okay, it identifies it. It's almost like a clay. And, right, and, and, and right. It leaves an imprint. Right, right. And, it, and it's almost like, and you you did wushu. Yeah, yeah. Right, and I do yeah, Muay Thai. And it's yeah. like, if I fight a guy, you know, who's 5'2", you know, and he's built like Arnold.
0: You
2: yeah. Know, I'm yeah. going
1: to fight a certain way.
2: For sure. Right? For and sure, he yeah. might
1: kick my ass. Yeah. And another guy who's 5'2 and built like Arnold, different guy. Yeah. But guess what? I'm going to approach him a similar way because I'm going to, you know... And the analogy she's making is basically based on the phenotype of the pathogen. The immune system, and you're a doctor, so you probably can elaborate on this much better. But it'll it'll kind of okay. This is the problem, so let's let's have a, a similar immune response for something that's built similar. To yeah, this. So, yeah. So COVID is a is a coronavirus right, variant, so right. it's like it's similar to that, similar to that. Yeah. And but what they're saying is these different versions, these Delta, these Omicrons. Yeah. They they come packaged like oh, it looks like it's like a Trojan horse. It looks like this that right, right. But it's actually a completely different shit. It has different shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like the booster. It's actually it's, it's 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 basically the same one. It's not built for the new Omicron because they don't know the new Omicron. How right, right. It. Yeah. So we're getting, we're getting an immune 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 response for something that is basically an anarchronotic at this time. It's, it's no longer fighting that same version. So it's like yeah, yeah. It almost factors. Mm. Is it just making us weaker? Because it's just it's just making us build up something yeah. that is is not meant to attack that problem. So like, is what do you think about boosters? Is that the solution? Why why are they pushing boosters so much?
2: You know, I I think. It, it's uh, it's such a complicated issue, and I I haven't to be honest, I haven't like done like a super super deep research into it. I think yes, like definitely. I think it's nobody can really argue that money is definitely a, a thing. Um, but also I think um with with regards to booster, I mean. Who's to say like it doesn't work? Like it could work, it could not work, right? Like if you look at the flu vaccine, right? Mm. Um, they say that if you get the flu vaccine, it's 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 completely random by the way. This is the way a flu vaccine works. Mm. Every year they take a certain subsect as you know, like um subspecies of like the flu virus. They 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 think like, oh, this year like type A, B, C, and D are gonna be the most prevalent strains. So we're gonna develop a vaccine for that strain. But to be honest with you, like most people (laughs) don't know, it's like hit or miss. Like you can either it works or it doesn't. This is part of the informed process that most patients never get. They're, they're always just told, yeah, get the flu vaccine, get the flu vaccine. And to be honest, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I always encourage the flu vaccine because one of those vaccines are just kind of pretty harmless. You may get a fever for, like, a day or two, but generally, like, very, very harmless. Like, almost no contraindications getting it. But the other thing that most doctors don't tell their patients is, actually, if you get the flu vaccine, even if it doesn't hit, those four subtypes of the flu vaccine of the flu virus that year your body actually if you do get the flu it actually weakens it actually you react less badly to the flu if you Mm. got the vaccine like instead of being sick for like 10 Mm. days you might be sick for i don't know like five days or something and the symptoms will be milder Mm. so maybe that's what they're trying to do with the 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 coronavirus booster Mm. i think um I think it were too early to be able to tell definitively what kind of positive benefits it might have. I think, Mm. I mean, to be honest, like, I mean, we're, we're basically in phase four clinical trials. This is phase four, right? This we are, we are part of the research population. Mm. They, they won't tell you that, but that's, that's what it is. That's phase four clinical trials, Mm -hmm. large scale population. So we'll see, I think Mm. theoretically it makes sense. There's mm. definitely a lot of distrust. I don't blame the people for distrusting. I know mm. I wish there was more unity. I wish you know everything was more transparent. Mm. Fortunately, it's just not the way the world works. Um I think if if given the opportunity for for patients to decide if they want the booster, I I generally I my personal view is that if Everybody should have their own risk assessments, but they should have, the doctors should have taken the time to explain to them their individual risks. Mm. I think if you're high risk, definitely get the booster. I've seen, and this is this is complete true, by the mm. way. Like I've seen personally in the hospital, a lot of patients who are being sick in the hospital are actually young guys like me and you,
3: mm. you
2: know? I've seen the youngest person I've seen was 24 years old, right? Who had coronavirus, and then she was like really sick too, mm. right? Um so that that part of that part what the media is saying is like that's that's true. Right? Mm. I've like unconscious, I've barely seen seen anybody die from the flu. But mm. I've seen a lot of people with COVID die from the flu. So that's the, like coronavirus mm. is not a joke by any means, right? But everybody should be allowed to to kind of make their own risk assessments mm. before deciding whether they got the booster or not. Mm. Right? Um I think if someone asked me to get the booster, I probably would get it, mm. I would say. Um, I might not get it immediately at the six month mark, mm. you know, depending on my risk factors. But I'll probably get it eventually. Just because, like, I, like it's not just for myself as well. I don't want to like get other people sick because mm. <laughs> I'm going to feel bad, right? Yeah. So that's kind of like the burden that we get to we have to take as doctors. You know what I mean? Mm. Unfortunately.
1: And and then and just bringing this full circle to like risk factor, mm. you know, and the burden. Yeah. And it's like that's a burden you took because you chose to be a doctor.
2: Yeah, you know, yeah.
1: I chose to be a kid. Yeah. I chose to be a, in kindergarten. I chose to be a, um, an engineer. That was not my responsibility for right, the greater right. good of humanity. And and, and 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 that that seems to be the common argument is that okay, yeah, you're a kid. Most likely won't die. You're yeah. more likely getting myocarditis from the vaccine than like yeah, even even getting anything severe from COVID, right? But it's the argument is always well, they're helping uh, make it less spread they're 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 less likely to spread it or be more contagious if they yeah. catch it. And, and and it brings this whole like it's almost a guilt associated with it. So it's like you do your serve. It's almost like a servant protecting right, to it that right, I don't right. necessarily like because it's it's serve and protect, but then you don't want to give me all the information, like you said. Right, it's right, serve and yeah, protect, yeah. but you choose to like not tell me. You leave things out, so it's like if you want to go that route, let me know everything and let me make a decision to serve yeah, and protect. Exactly. Don't guilt me into yeah. oh, and then that's how the shaming happens. But but like, what do you think about like them? trying to make kids take the booster and stuff like that because like there's actually data yeah there's actually data on that that kids almost it's almost an impossible case where kids actually die of covid unless they have right pre Yeah. so they already otherwise they literally don't die from covid and given them the vaccine uh, literally the odds of them getting sick from myocarditis which is a huge symptom in kids getting the vaccine is higher than anything naturally they would get from covid so it's like
2: Yeah, I mean, I think... I I haven't done... I haven't done my research in this either. Um, I think um, my hope is that one day this vaccine shaming will stop whether we like it or not. Maybe because we have built that herd immunity. Mm. Maybe because the coronavirus would just die out like the Spanish flu. It just keeps mutating until it's, like, not really dangerous anymore. Like, Omicron's, like, not... It's It's still dangerous, but it's not as dangerous. I heard it's very
1: contagious, but it's much less fatal, much less hospitalization.
2: Right, and so that's kind of, like, kind of helping people build immunity as well. And so my hope is, like, I mean, you know, I think think maybe one day, maybe in a year or two from now, maybe people will, will realize they'll... We'll have enough data on people who are naturally immunized. Mm. We'll see how the virus has spread. We'll see how well the first dose, not the booster, but the first and second dose of the vaccine has worked. And from there, maybe they might decide, like, maybe it is not necessary for Mm. kids to take the booster. Like, as for right now, I mean...
1: They need that control
2: group. That... That's actually a good, point. A good I mean, point. I mean, that, yeah. I that's like a conspiracy theory thing, but, you know, who knows nowadays, right? because, yeah, like,
1: how do you yeah. know, like, if yeah. just two was good enough if you make everyone get the fucking booster? Right. You almost need that diversity of samples to see what's the best approach, because right. they don't
2: know. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I I don't, like, I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. for, for kids to get the booster, I mean, maybe if you're living with, like, a high-risk group, yeah, I would definitely... I would probably recommend it if you're living with like an super old, immunocompromised patient, yeah. and for the sake of their interest, not necessarily the kids' interest, then maybe I would get it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't want to, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, don't want to like dive like super super yeah. deep into it because you know, like there's just so much. I don't want to like there's so much unknown. Like it's it's such like people don't realize that like. Like again, like it's so easy to point fingers and be like, yeah, like it's like pharmaceutical companies for, yeah. like the evil ones. It's like it's the doctors who are evil. It's the patients who aren't listening. It's the citizens who are just yeah. you know being I'm rebellious. Degenerate. Yeah. But nobody. The fact of the matter is like nobody knows what we're doing. You know, yeah. it's well, all of that and yeah. nothing of that at all. Exactly. Like <laughs> yeah. when we started COVID, when the whole COVID thing started in our hospital, like we were throwing like theoretical treatments. That's all medicine did. Well. It's all theoretical until mm-hmm. we get data, then we can decide what's actually needed or not. We were throwing everything at the table and seeing what, See what sticks. sticks, and a lot of it didn't stick, right?
1: And people die.
2: Yeah, yeah. and people are still dying, you yeah. know. But unfortunately, it's just it, it, like, people don't realize like it, it's it's a very difficult issue to to handle. You know what I mean? That's why like I can mm. like I like I'm not I'm not the type of person who's who's gonna say like any one group is at fault or evil mm. or whatever. Like I don't think anybody can, in the you know, like knowing all the facts can actually say that. Mm. Yeah.
1: No, I feel like that's a healthy. Conclusion to this. The healthy conclusion is it's a multi-faceted problem, exactly, which requires multi-faceted solutions, and which requires an open mind, right? So that never, never. And who am I to tell you what to do or what not to do? But it's just keep an open mind. Don't go too deep into any ideology,
2: right? Just, just be an observer, right? Not a participator. But yeah, people need to do their own research too. They need to do like proper research into. Both sides of the stories. Don't just listen to one. Don't be like, oh, like, I read this conspiracy website. And because it's a conspiracy <laughs> website, it's, like, it has definitely to be true. 100% true. Like, it's no, like, no. Ha- majority of conspiracies probably aren't true. Mm-hmm. But there's probably sides of truth to both sides of the story. And you have to, as a patient, as a citizen of the world, you have to judge your own risk factors. And look into who you might affect if you do get the coronavirus. Because that, your friends and family are important, too
1: you know mm. i
2: love that yeah. i love that
1: yeah no for real for real yeah. thank you for um for that part yeah before we wrap up what are ways people can reach you you know if in case you want to do that or
2: yeah i mean i'll i'll put my uh i guess my instagram down Okay.
1: <laughs> well you can shout it out some people on the youtube they don't if you want oh to. really okay yeah because yeah, they don't always go to instagram they just yeah find yeah it from youtube
2: um so my instagram is it's dog i t z underscroll d-o-c-m-i-k-e And uh, feel free to shoot me out with any uh, questions or concerns you might have. Glad to help.
1: The wizard has spoken. (laughs) We are here. Um, This is tradition, but as always, stay hydrated.
2: Kombucha. Probiotics.
1: Stay breathing in that good-ass oxygen. Take a good-ass breath. And most importantly, most importantly, stay basic. You are listening to Wanderlust by yours truly. but I'm into you let's drop so yeah. that The shit may be a sheet or two heart throbbing out my chest like Tom and Jerry picture us in the garden of eating eating berries your touch is electric leaving you is scary if we break up I'm pandering at you like Ben and Jerry's and that may have went all over your head call me Mr. Underhill photo baggers with the dress. yeah I'm weird but I digress don't
0: dress to impress pull up to your thin crocs seek you out the house finesse on the verge of destruction headed to my doom, existential dilemma, bottom by the. Sh- you got bunions on your feet for running through my mind, texture letting texture like an onion.
1: It should be a crime, and it's a blessing from the universe. I pass the line, yeah, we bump past from time to time. That's your zodiac signs. Netflix and chill, then some Bonnie Clyde. Partner in crime, see a lick, still my slide. And I know you down the ride if we on hot. Put over by the feds, you the type to help me hide gonna keep it free body till we 63 and on the beach get fine for indecency public enemies pda yes please barefoot stepping on these haters next like miller peace i'm not desperate but you more than the pastime. you independent but i'll be your shepherd just a pastime free in the pasture because we both black sheep this song for you hope you play this on repeat now I'm feeling champagne, serving down at 66, bumping Prince Purple Rain Almost had an accident, couldn't stay in our lane. Road to fame wasn't easy, it was pleasure and pain. Real racks to riches, story we was up, fix upper upper offer, upper in a And no appetite for supper. Even when we was distant lovers, and I was crashing in that cup, but I had to
0: suffer. I was so down bad, didn't even have a cover, but you was there in spirit, kept me warm, we had each other. We ain't got much time left, but let me
1: reminisce While I take my last breath About our deaths, about our quests How we moved to the west without a penny to our name And still found success I'm running out of things to say I know you like that humor I'm tryna take your breath away Now I'm zoning
0: out, finna lose sight Hold my hand, let's take one last trip But this time we'll be light But this time we'll be light But this time time we'll be light